welcome to the Patriotic Preachers Podcast, the show that looks at American politics through the lens of a patriot and the light of God's Word. Welcome back to the Patriotic Preachers Podcast, Brother Cody Strong. There you go. I had, a, I had a Skittle go down the wrong key. Acknowledge it and let him, let him hack a lung up. Well, I'm Michael Farr. With me as always, Kofi McGee. Coffee, no. Coffee McGee, sorry. And uh, there's Pop over there, Derek Farr. Hello. They have brought some, some sort of a cookie device. Some, some. It's a similar to a cookie, uh, and, and I've ate a bunch of them, so I'm having a sugar rush. They're very good. And I, the way I fix my sugar rushes is I eat a, a bag of Skittles. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. More sugar. Pastor Farr is in a coma. <laughs> <laughs> the diabetic over there. Half and half tea from uh, supposed to have gotten half and half tea from the restaurant, but uh, over there I, he had me take a sip. It's sweeter than my sweet tea that I've got over here. It's Cairo syrup. <laughs> yes, it is. But that mixed with these lace cookies, or as we call them, these crack cookies right here. They're, they're brown sugar and what? Oatmeal. Oatmeal. That's right. But uh, they're, fantastic. They're, they're they're nice. Just a sprinkle Just of meth on top. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. They look like the stuff that dries on the the uh, Japanese restaurant, that griddle, and they scrape it off with mm-hmm. a little putty knife. It looks like that, but it's sweet. It's really good. Yeah, they're good. If you drop sugar on a gas stove, that's what it looks like. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Just caramelized goodness. Well, we uh, appreciate you for listening to the Patriotic Preachers. Uh, this episode, we're going to talk about a couple of current events. Um, let's start off with... The stabbing. There was a stabbing yesterday, I want to say, in New York at a Hanukkah celebration. Five were injured. I didn't even hear about this one. As far as as I could tell, nobody died, as far as I could tell in my uh, looking this up. But I'm not entirely sure it's possible somebody died. But this is not gaining a lot of media attention like it should. Um I get, when I go and I look up news stories, I go to Fox and I look at CNN, I look at MSNBC, I look at how far these rank down, and this isn't even in the top 10 stories. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, like a little footnote somewhere, and, uh, but... Which may be why I didn't see it. Yes, it, it, <clears throat> yeah. very possible. You, you, I had to look for this one, but um, five injured... At a Hanukkah celebration, so th- there were five, th- this was Jewish people, and a man by the name of Grafton Thomas, uh, in his 20s, uh, late 20s, I believe, early 30s, I can't remember his age, anyway, he's a young young male, um, was charged with obstruction of free practice of religion involving attempt to kill, so that is a hate crime, <coughs> that's what they've charged him with, hate crime. Uh, with attempt to kill, I would appreciate them trying to protect my First Amendment right to yeah. uh, freedom yeah. of religion, but uh, let's go with just, just attempted murder. Attempted murder. <laughs> we can shoot him for that too. I'm you, all for it. You, you looking it up for me, Pop? I'm looking at the Texas. Mm. Yeah, we're about to get to that. So That's, that was um, Jewish. So yeah, we were talking about this before we started recording. I want to say it was two or three weeks ago. Very similar story happened. I want to say it was in New Jersey, maybe mm-hmm. in New York. 
uh, black Hebrew Israelites, which if you don't know, if you're listening to the show, you don't know who that is. Those are weird people. Yeah. And they they did the same thing. They ran into a deli, had a yeah. shootout with the cops. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think a cop got shot. And oh wow, it was it was a big story there. It was happened on like a Thursday or Friday. So that's two. Yeah. Well, this guy's uh, had journals with anti-Semitic writing in it, and they read the writing, and it said that the Hebrew Israelites took power from the people. Now, he's writing in, like, tech-speak, so mm-hmm. people is PPL instead of actually writing it out. He was in a hurry. He took power from the... <clears throat> excuse me. Took power from the powerful people, The Eb- and, and earlier he referred to these powerful people as Ebonoid Israelites. And so because he's using this tech terminology as the Ebonoid Israelites, they believe him to be part of the Black Hebrew Israelites. And uh, that Black Hebrew Israelites believe that they are the true descendants of Abraham and that they deserve the promised land of Israel and all this, but that's not true. Um, and he says, and I don't understand this, maybe, maybe y'all can help me understand this quote that he has in his journal. Why do people mourn anti-Semitism when there is Semitic genocide? Because anti-Semitism is I'm not aware not of any, liking Jews. But I'm not any, aware of any Jew on Jew genocides. No, I don't know, and I'm not aware of any Jews committing genocide. Maybe he's just a crazy dude. Yeah, I think so. And so here's here's what it says. It appears that he is a black Hebrew Israelite, but the family says that he he doesn't have a history of anti-Semitism. No, that's weird. He doesn't hate Jews. He grew up in a family where we appreciate all these cultures. We appre- we have Jewish friends. We we grow up. We we don't we don't have any malice towards anybody, but they do say that he does have a history of mental illness and schizophrenia. Mm. So it is possible that this attack was linked to that, and that everything that it's possible this man was exploited by a group of people. Yeah, because he has some mental illness. The schizophrenia there makes sense. <clears throat> yeah. So. Not really sure what's going on with that situation. Still kind of developing, but wanted to make you aware of that. But also, in current events, the main topic of this episode is the shooting in Fort Worth, Texas at West Freeway Church of Christ. Two church members shot and killed, and the and you still have to say it, the alleged shooter um, also uh, was shot and killed. So two church members died. Two church members died. We have their names, and I'll give Three them total. in a second. Three total. The, the two church the members and died. the bad guy. The alleged bad guy. No, I'm going to say he's a bad guy. Well, we uh, we have to say alleged. Okay, you say alleged. I'm going to say bad guy. Alleged. Um, <laughs> okay, bad guy. The <laughs> I'm not guessing. Well, I, I know, I, but we have to. We have to. So, um, bad guy. Alleged. <laughs> <laughs> Makes for good radio. <laughs> Great. Watch this. Alleged bad guy. Yeah, you can do it either way. Watch, watch this, bad guy. Allegedly, <laughs> I love it. <coughs> All right. So anyway, so what happened was the uh, the church was going about their their business. A church of about two hundred and fifty. Yeah, uh, they're going about their business. This gentleman, from what I can understand from different reports and everything, he had come in and sat down in a pew. He was going. They were going about regular service. But Jack Wilson, the man who eventually shot and killed the gunman, uh, or the alleged gunman, but anyway, the the, the fellow who ended up 
bad guy. We understand. I'm just going to stop. He <laughs> allegedly, it's you know, just put it. I'm going to make that the title of this episode: alleged gunman. But anyway, th- th- he shot and killed the gunman, Jack Wilson, uh, an ex uh, police officer, actually FBI, FBI, FBI agent, agent yeah. also and, a firearms instructor. Yep, runs a training school out there. Yeah, and has his own shooting range. Yeah, square. So down. it's pretty cool. But anyway, he he says that he immediately locked onto him when he walked in the door, and yep. he was watching him the whole time. Spotty senses. And so they're watching him, and he's he, already he's in a trench coat. Mm. He's sitting there. He looked like Ed from Ed Ed and Eddie. <coughs> yeah, yeah. In yeah. the middle of the summer, well, December, but it's hot here right right now. So I'm sure the temperature out there is probably similar. It's yeah, like in the mid 60s, 70s. Not trench coat weather in Texas. No, not at all. So the alleged gunman from this point forward will be identified as bad guy yeah the bad guy came in and right. the good guy spotted him right off right off because he has trained himself mm-hmm. and, and you don't just have to be a law enforcement or yeah. ex-law enforcement officer to do that mm-hmm. you just have to use a little common sense when something doesn't seem right mm-hmm. follow it out well just, just to just, show you what what happened in this particular situation he was off there. They had he 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 was sitting kind of by himself. There were some people around him, but the people who had sat around him were all church security, and they were all packing. They they had all kind of realized this guy is not up to any up to any good. So, the two that were shot and killed, Anton Wallace, age sixty four, and Richard White, age sixty seven, both of the victims, both were church security, both had firearms on them. Mm. That they, they were. They had recognized the threat. Okay, and and let's 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 give this caveat because we're going to be talking about this through this yeah, episode. We're Monday, um, we're Monday morning quarterback. Yeah, exactly, but you have to. You, you have, have to, to do this. So so don't get don't get yeah. mad when when we're talking about these two. Got to learn from these, these two men. Yeah, do better. They did good. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. But number one, better. you know they they came with the mindset mm-hmm. we need security. They surrounded yep. this guy. Yep. You know, they, they had they had, all, they had cameras, they had all the proper And did you see what happened with the video? Did you see what every church member they in, got down? They did. They, when yeah, they, they, got gun, down. they got down. They got down. They didn't they try didn't to run. run. No. They got well, down. Well, there was one guy in the frame, center of the frame, who looked to be a little older. He didn't care. Yeah, he's just sitting he there. He just sat there with his legs crossed like, I'm old. I don't care. Yeah, <laughs> he I just died, watched uh, it. Yeah. yeah, I know how many people in this church have guns, and yeah. he's yeah. over there. But yeah, that you could tell it's something that had came up in service. Yep. No doubt with their proximity to last year's shooting. Right. Um, sure. I'm sure that they had ran scenarios because you could tell it from the footage that they, they had a plan. And and let me, let's say this too. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure what goes through a lot of people's minds would be this. Well, this would never happen in my town. Understand this. This took place in Texas. Yep. And the bad guy, which we've already talked mm-hmm. about, the bad guy is from Arizona. Yep. Mm-hmm. He travels another state, actually two states over, to to do this. So, in our little town, we have a uh, federal highway and a state highway yep. that crosses in this town. You don't know what is coming mm-hmm. through here. We also have a a train track, mm-hmm. and uh, there are people that ride trains. You don't know what comes through this town. Yep, there are homegrown. That's right. Oh, you oh know, no Homegrown doubt. terrorists that we don't know about until yep. just, just like this particular guy. I was reading a moment ago, this guy did not exist except for two traffic citations. 
he did not exist. He he was he was just a small blip. Oh, well, on... I've got a couple of different uh, accounts about that. Okay, talk to me. Okay, so I I read. Now uh, we we might have to do a little bit more studying Probably on this. Still some info coming in. Oh yeah, him. yeah. But I read where he has been numerous uh, run-ins with the law. Okay. Uh, two specific in 2009, he had a felony, um, a <coughs> a felony aggravated assault or something. Got brought down to a misdemeanor, deadly con- uh, deadly conduct, and he was convicted of that in 2009. And then he had a misdemeanor theft conviction in 2014 and multiple arrests between 2009 and in several municipalities among, between several states. I'm glad you brought that up. We're we're in a society right now where we are downplaying criminal mm-hmm. activity. Um, everybody wants to see the bad guy go to jail, or we yep. want to see the bad guy pay for his crimes until the bad guy is our kid. Oh, yeah. No, 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 and, no. And no, then no. what we want is for the, the, the judge and the prosecutor to be lenient. And I'm all for that. Yeah. Okay, don't, th- don't think that I'm not, but here's the problem with being lenient. This guy, if what you're saying is true and what, I'm, what I've read is wrong, and I'm mm-hmm. just going to lean toward yours because they got a lot more information. So this is probably early information. Yeah. This is more uh, they, well, they, but, but, a little bit further into the yeah. investigation. This guy, his... his uh, criminal history is not if if i stop this guy mm-hmm. as a police officer if i stop this guy i'm not going to have that they you know I, I don't have time on the side of the road to go and and call and say hey did y'all do a plea agreement yeah what yeah. was this right all you're seeing and, is is the what you all, I, all i see is the disposition disposition mm-hmm. of the court case and here's the thing you you you, you the idea of <laughs> especially beto o'rourke has already taken this and he's saying another because he's from Texas, and I, I, I appreciate any politician, right or left, who tries to get out in front of something and say, "Hey, let's rally behind and let's be, you know, united and everything." But he's not doing that. He's taking it. He's saying, "Well, see, 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 guns are bad. Obviously, what we're doing is not working." Well, what a moron! Guns are great. Yeah, I mean, they saved the f- day. First of all, look at that. He, you know, J- Jack Wilson. Thank you, sir, for stepping <laughs> thank up, you, and thank sir. you. All other five in yes. frame that had yeah. guns that were ready and yeah. willing to fire. The, the, and thank the two you, two victims. men that died. Yes, thank yes. you. So that nobody else would. You know, right. thank all of you for what you did. It was good guys with guns mm-hmm. that stopped this from being a massacre. This was not a mass shooting because of good guys with guns. But why was he able to get a gun? Maybe he was able to get one legally, but he wouldn't have been able to get one legally if that charge stayed a felony. If that was sure. if that aggravated assault state of felony, <laughs> yeah. but because it got knocked down to a misdemeanor, deadly conduct, oh well, slap well, on the wrist, probation, and then you. Let's you, just play their scenario to its its end. Okay, Beto and others, guns are bad. Let's delete them from society. Control Alt Delete. Poof, they never existed. Mm-hmm. You mean to tell me that we wouldn't have mass things like this happen? Well, we just talked about one nope. a stabbing Stab. in New York. Uh, go to London. Where, where you are uh, Paris, where you can't have nothing. Yeah, terrorists running around shooting up cartoonists with full auto AKs. Mm-hmm. Go to London, where you can't have anything. You can't even have a, a pointy stick. You know what they do? They rent U-Haul trucks and run them through crowds. Yep. Where they've had to install barricades uh, in the downtown areas because guys will take a truck and run through a crowd of people. And You'll kill always be able 10. to create the Molotov no cocktail. Way. 
there's no way to. Right. I mean, we had murder before guns were invented. Yeah. We had there's there's no way around it. The cat's until out of the bag. Kane, Kane didn't pick up his AR-15 to kill Abel. Until we get to the place where we understand that the bad guy is the weapon. Right. It doesn't matter what they use. It doesn't matter what they use. He's right. the he's the weapon. He's the thing that's killing. If that guy had have waited till church was over and been in the parking lot in a truck and gassed it when when everybody got outside, he'd have killed way more. Yeah. Right. Because you can't stop a truck dead with right. a headshot. That's right. So. I'm glad he, you know, in a way, I say that to say, I, I'm just over it. Like I'm over the debate. And yeah. you're never, we're never going to convince them. You're never going to. No. You can show that debate of himself. He's not going to hear it. But. You can't make enough laws uh-uh. to stop yeah. the evil. You just have to. You just got to hope and pray that there is enough good guys around mm-hmm. to eliminate right. the evil. When it shows its ugly head. You were talking a minute ago, and we kind of went off on the, a loop about the situational awareness factor. Mm-hmm. What else goes into play there? Is Because all three of us sitting here, we practice that. You professionally, me and you, as I call us tier one citizens. Mm-hmm. That's what we're trying to be. Right. What else besides situational? And I think that's probably, it goes like this. Mindset, tactics, skill, and gear. Yeah. The mm-hmm. average guy that wants to be a quote unquote tier one citizen, he's got it completely flip flopped. Yeah. Focuses on gear. Mm-hmm. And then he focuses on uh, skills, maybe, right. or right. mindset, and then tactics or somewhere. But gear is always at the top because you think you can buy your way into performance. Right. But talk talk a little bit about that. How do you become a well rounded civilian sheepdog? The first thing I, I, is something that's not taught. It, you, you have to have the desire to be more than just uh, what I call Hollywood. Mm-hmm. You know, the shiny pistol, you know, that kind of thing. I, I tell my police officers all the time when we give them weapons, this is a tool. If you can't drop this on the ground, then you don't need to be carrying it. Um Worried about marks from holsters going yeah. in and out. Yeah, yeah. I mean, holster wear is part of it. It's Who it's cares? it's it's a badge that you used it. The thing is, you you look at look at a construction worker. He doesn't worry about scratching his hammer. Now he's not yeah. going to use the other end of it to right. to yeah. beat on stuff because you know that that's silly. You don't want to do that. Yeah. But uh, it, the the first thing is you can't. You can't teach what needs to take place. You have to have a God-given desire to yeah. be that person that would be willing. And here, here it is: you got to be willing to be those two men, those two victims. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Give me their names. I don't want to call them men. Uh, I, I want to call An- them by Anton name. Wallace and Richard White. And they call Anton Tony, right? I think so. Okay. But I just call them Mr. Wallace, Mr. White. That Wallace way. and White. Those two men were willing and and they did not make their mind up yesterday. No, if they did, they they would not have been in that situation. No. They didn't make their mind up yesterday. And I tell my people this all the time and I know you two guys are the same way. Uh I raised you to be this way and I've known you long enough to know that you are this way. Um I'm willing to put myself in the line of fire. Yeah. So that nobody else gets hurt. I'll be the and and I kind of put myself out there. Um, if somebody comes in our church, there's going to be one way in because we've got all the other doors locked. There's going to be one way in. The first person they're going to see is me. 
I'm carrying a weapon. Mm-hmm. Um, most of the time, yes. Yeah, the the preacher. Um, I'm I'm carry, I'm actually carrying a full size Glock. Yeah. On my on my side now. I, I've tried all this other stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I holster up uh, a uh, uh, shoulder Soul, rig. Yeah. Uh, putting in my pocket. I'm just going to carry it on my yeah. on my belt where yep. you're used to carrying. Where I'm used to carrying it, and so. Um, that's the first thing, the mindset of being the sheepdog because the sheepdog doesn't always win. Yeah. Well, well, let me ask you this. One, one thing that I was, that we were trained to do in nursing school and no doubt you were trained to do this in policing because it's kind of the same profession. You're, you're, you're a people servant. You're a servant of the people. Absolutely. You're yeah. protecting somebody. Yeah. I'm just protecting them in a different way. But, we would say, uh, we, well, we would be taught, if you've got a gut feeling that something's wrong, you're around that person, that patient, more than the doctor is, more than anybody else is because you're, that, you're their nurse. If you've got a gut feeling that something's off, you're probably right. And so would you say, again, just like these men did, their gut feeling was this guy's bad news. We should probably get him out of here. Would you say that it's better to go with the gut feeling and offend the one to protect the many? Yeah, I, I would. I would say that. Yeah, you know, because <clears throat> that was that was my mindset yesterday. I was looking, and just the way went because we didn't know anything yesterday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All we saw was the video. Um, the guy's in front of the church, and he comes out of the side. It's like mm-hmm. he comes out from the side. Yeah. Well, the the the. From what I understand, the the new reports say he had been sitting in a pew there and had walked off and was and coming come back. back. Okay. And then, but so, like I said, from yeah. yesterday, we just see him coming from right. the side. But as soon as he comes in the frame, everybody's looking at him. So yeah. they already knew, you know, something's up with this guy. Um, again, we're playing Monday morning quarter, quarterback. The best shot in the church is eight pews away. Mm-hmm. Why? You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Uh, and, and and here it is. It's a good, that's a good point. Yeah. Here, here's the problem. The same problem that I have with my police officers. Well, I don't want to get sued. you got to get past that. Yeah. You, you know, to be the person, to be the guy, mm-hmm. you can't be afraid of that kind of stuff. You just do what you know to do is right. Yeah. You know, it makes you ineffective if that's what's uh yeah. what's on your mind. It, it can't it can't be when 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 people's lives are at stake. Yeah. It can't be that. And we had um at my old church before we came over there with y'all. <coughs> we started a security team there about the same time the last year's Texas church shooting where I think it was nineteen people died. Yeah. The, the really bad event. We started a church security team, and I went on a rant yesterday on Facebook as is my custom. Because everybody gets hyped up about it for 15 seconds, mm-hmm. and then they're, meh, they don't think about it no more. Yeah. And it's so aggravating because I want them to think about it so they'll be safe. Right. And so we started security team there. It was going pretty good. What, maybe three months into it, weird dude walks into um, walks up on the platform to the, uh, the foyer about 20 minutes into service. Didn't recognize him. Nobody knew him. Pulled him off to the side. Mm-hmm. I said, hey, man, can we help you? He was just kind of lingering around the back of the church. Got him outside. Yeah, maybe I offended him. Maybe not. We'll apologize on the back end. Right. If it's a nothing. Yeah, because if, if it's help, a nothing, then they won't be. A, right. They won't be. For instance, I, were you, 
I don't know if you were if you were in Talladega or what. I think he was in Talladega. But uh, we were we were going about church service. I was standing up. Was I preaching? You were Wednesday okay. night. You right. just got up there and okay. started preaching. So I I was preaching and I just see a car pull up and go to the go to the left and then it comes back around and goes back and I just from my facial expression I could tell he knew something was up. So I looked at him and just kind of nodded my head back. I'm still preaching. Which was a really cool moment. Yeah. Because nobody else caught it. Nobody else like, knew what was going on. This is cool. <laughs> but I feel like a ninja. <laughs> but I kind of nodded him off to go uh, to the front of the church and to see what was up with that dude. He was just looking for someone. They were supposed to meet somewhere. He was yeah, looking he, for another church or something. He thought it was a funeral, and he was just right, the wrong church the from out of town. So when, he, when Brother Cody went and said, hey, what are you doing here? He didn't go, well, how dare you? Yeah. You know. He knew he... Yeah. It was a mutual. He got what I was saying, and I got. And it's okay. Well, that's that church is over here. Mm-hmm. No harm, no foul. He ain't mad, but that's what you're going to risk. Yeah, yeah it, right. it, I'd rather risk it because the what's at stake, right, is life and death. And the thing is, a, a, another thing, and Daddy, I'm going to throw it to you when I say this. Another thing is, you got to be ready. It, when, when we talk about football, any given Saturday, your team can lose. When right. it comes to church security or security, your family security. When it comes to your security. Any given day, this could be the day. Mm-hmm. This could, this be, the could day. be the day that somebody comes into our church. This could yeah. be the day that somebody mugs me. This could be the day that somebody comes into my house. Prepare that yep. today is the day. If I've got pants on, I've got a gun. I've got a spot in in our master bathroom. We're getting ready in the morning. There's a spot on the wall mm-hmm. where there's a nail that sticks out. And every day, I touch it. And I say, today might be the day. In my mind, I just say that. And it makes me put my stuff on. Yeah, and go out, and then if I forget it by the driveway, then fine. But right. it's just a physical. I try to when I walk by it, I see that now. Oh, today might be the yep. day. Be switched on as much as possible. Yep. There, there is a there is a thing, <clears throat> and I'm I'm not going to steal this. Um, Lieutenant Dave Grossman, uh, I guess he the, um, he coined Colonel, Colonel Grossman. Colonel, yeah. Colonel excuse the color me. code system. Excuse me, Colonel. Um, the th- if you ever to listen, that to this, was Lieutenant. Yes. That was yeah. Lieutenant Dan. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and he doesn't have any legs. <laughs> yes, I know that. <laughs> um, he's got a book that he wrote called "The Bulletproof Mind," and um, you can have all the equipment, like what you were talking about a minute ago. You can have all the gear that you want. Um, you can have a gun and. You can die. Mm-hmm. You can have a bulletproof vest, and you can die. You can be in a tank, and oh, you yeah. can die. You have to have this mindset, and, and and you can't go about life thinking that you know, right around the corner is the bad guy, and he's going to kill me. But you have to go through life thinking right around the corner is the bad guy, and he mm-hmm. you know, he, it, he laid it, it out in a color code scheme, condition yeah. white. Is how my wife operates. Yeah. Completely oblivious, no clue. Yeah. Heads in her phone, you know, yeah. that's how most people live. Mm-hmm. Condition yellow, you're kind of looking around, you're aware of the space 15 feet out from you. Condition, or maybe that's green, green, yellow, orange, and red. I right. can't remember, but you get the point. Red is you're slinging lead, mm-hmm. white is nothing's going on, you're watching football on, on the Saturday. I, you want to try to operate in like yellowy yeah, somewhere area because if you try to stay in orange like DEFCON 2 mode, you'll burn out. You can't mm-hmm. stay there. Yeah. But if you're in, you know, when you're walking around out in public, try not to be buried in your phone. Yeah. One of the stupidest things I see is people 
walking around with earbuds in. Mm-hmm. You can't hear. Yep. All you can hear is, is whatever you're listening to. And I get it, but hey, put one in. Mm-hmm. Maybe leave that other ear to where you can hear. If nothing else, traffic. You know, somebody has a wreck. They're coming towards you. Right. You're not going to see it. So situational awareness, um, the mindset to be that you you may not make it, but you're going to do what you got to do. You can do what you got to do. What comes after that? Man, there's so much stuff in my mind's running crazy. <clears throat> um, you got to spend you got to spend time. I, I watched a video the other day, and I don't know if you guys have seen this. This guy's standing in front of three targets. There's a target in front of him, a target beside him, on both sides, and actually a target behind him. He pulls his weapon out and he shoots front, side, front. He shoots the front, he shoots strong side, weak side, and then behind him in like point second. It's insane how fast this dude does this. So many times we get on a range and we think that if I can be precise throwing lead down range, aim, aim small, miss small, we think that mindset's going to get us there. And, and that's not that's way down the road mm-hmm. it's way down the road you i talk to my girls when my girls get out there one of the first things that we go over is we go over safety and if you don't ever get it in your mind that you got to go home mm-hmm. you have to be the one to go home the, the good guy goes home the bad guy don't go home yeah if anybody doesn't go home the bad guy don't go home and so Again, the mindset, we're, st- we're, we're still kind of, the, the situational awareness is part of it, but it's got to be something deeper mm-hmm. inside of you to understand that there are bad people out there. Mm-hmm. And, and you can't list everybody as sick. Yep. You know? Some of them are just evil. They're That's evil. Right. They, you know, right. they're, they're, I guarantee you they're going to try to. No, they, they already have. Okay. That's what I was getting at. The uh, well, What I had here where I was going to go with this. Um, I'm not going to say his name. His sister's name is Amy. I'm not going to say the last name. Don't want to give him any sort of credit. But 43 years old, and they're saying... Thank you for doing that. Thank you. Um, he gets no yeah. acknowledgement. I, I, but 43-year-old white male. But he's been homeless for X amount of years. He's battled mental illness. He's not a bad person. He's just been had a bad situation. Why is that every single person? Yeah. No, I and, and and honestly, honestly, you don't I don't know the guy. Maybe that that is the case for this guy. But it can't be the case for every single one of right. these 43-year-old white males. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I I and I'm not I'm not willing to give it to him just because you have look, mental illness is not fake, but everybody it's battles something. It's not a license something. to kill people. It's not a license to kill. No. Everybody battles something though. I know people who battle a whole bunch of stuff, and you know what they do? They get it handled. They get treatment. They get treatment. They 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 don't immediately run to. Well, I'm just going to go shoot a church full of people. Yeah. And you could say, well, he 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 didn't immediately do it. He's had a history of violent crime, if the reports are correct. In what I've read, he's got a history of this. Why, if sister, if you're so concerned with your brother, why is it that? you allowed him to remain homeless. And again, you know, it's his choice. He's a 43 year old dude, but it was his choice to go into this church with the mindset to kill how many ever people he could 
He was only able to kill two until Mr. Jack Wilson stepped up and shot him and killed him dead. Made a fine shot. But you can't. You're exactly right, Dave. You cannot say that every single one of them are sick. No. And the sickness is sin. Yes, sir. The sickness is you're evil. Any one decision that I make, I could be this 43-year-old male. Yeah. Any decision. I'm one decision away. You can go road of becoming a crazy person. I'm one decision away. But nobody forced him to make any of the decisions he made to become a church shooter. Mm-hmm. But you, you have to get to the place, and this goes along with your question, Brother Cody, what, what next? You have, to, you, you, you have to take a tour down the road into the minds mm-hmm. of these evil men. You got to know your enemy. You, yeah, absolutely. You have to. the The best investigator uh, that I ever met thought like a criminal. Mm. He had never stolen anything in his life. Yeah, but he thought like a criminal, and he used that to find the criminal. And so, when when I walk into a a church service, I've been carrying a weapon to church for a long, long time. Um, just because I understand that a guy like this 43-year-old who, co- who goes into the Church of Christ in, um, I can't remember the name of Fort, the little Fort town. Fort Worth, Texas. Fort, is it Fort, Fort Worth, Worth or Fort White? No, Fort Worth. Fort Worth, okay. Um, he, um, I, I've lost my, my train of thought. I, should, I shouldn't have worried about the, 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 the city. Yeah. But um, he's, I, I kind of know where you're where you're going. Is he's he's looking for those targets. Yeah, yeah. He's exactly. looking for the fish. Yeah. In the Why world. would you carry a gun to church? Because that's primo targeto yeah. for crazy right. people. That, you they, they're not going to an NRA not, convention. They're not going to mm-hmm. the you police know? station no, or a no. pawn shop full of yeah. guns. No. That going down that track of they're looking for what would consider what would be considered a gun free right. zone, the softest target possible. There's not going to be any guns in a church. You know, the same reason that you see shootings on military bases. Why in the world are military bases gun-free? Clinton. Why? Yeah. <laughs> but why? Why no have sense. they? Makes no sense. They they carry weapons to de- to defend our freedom. Yep. They should be able to carry weapons to defend themselves. Here's yep. the here's the scary thing. They're carrying weapons, but they're empty. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. The worst What's thing the you point? can do. Can let let me let me help you guys out out there, all of you open carry guys. You are what the professional world would call a blue canary. <laughs> okay. They use canaries to find gas leaks. Mm-hmm. And when they find the first dead canary they come in mm-hmm. they come in contact with, they go back from that point. Mm-hmm. Walk around with your gun shown. Go ahead. Yeah. Play the old West and you're gonna be the first target they take yep. down. Open carry activists keep Uncle Mike's in business. Yeah. Yeah. Change my mind. <laughs> yeah. If 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 this was the old West and everybody was open carrying, that's one thing. That's yeah, one thing. Yeah, be the anomaly. Yeah. yeah. But going down that, what we're we're talking about the hierarchy of readiness. Uh, Skill set does come into play, mm-hmm. and knowing your proficiency level matters. Yeah. Uh, go shoot with somebody else who's better than you. Yeah. And hold yourself accountable to some kind of a standard yep. speed and accuracy and and try to you try to mesh those two together mm-hmm. i've seen guys shoot and, and i 
I have a tendency to try to want to shoot like stupid slow and then shoot half dollar groups because it's fun. Mm-hmm. But that ain't real life. Right. You know? So I have to force myself to shoot quicker mm-hmm. and understand that my group's going to open up. But because I've shot slow, aim small, miss small so long, it opens up and it's still a softball. Yep. So I'm shooting at a .25 cadence and I'm still getting, you know, a six or seven inch group, which is a headshot. That's what we're going for. Yep. So somebody in, I've watched a ton of gunfight videos. They're, they don't have that proficiency level and they're, they're bad guy and good guy are shooting at each other and they're shooting mm-hmm. at a, a .25, .25 round, four rounds a second. Da, 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 it's going off. And then finally, a whole lot of shooting's going on, a whole lot of shooting's going on, a whole lot of shooting's going on. Nobody's getting hit. Nobody's going down. Somebody slows down, goes to like a .45 cadence, mm-hmm. and puts a round through the nose and drops the dude. Yep. So you got to understand how, do, how what, at what speed can you drive this race car mm-hmm. and, and keep it between the ditches? Because yeah. you want to go as fast as you can. Not everybody's Dale Earnhardt. What usually stops a fight? It's the first round on target. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The first person to typically get around on target mm-hmm. is going to come out most of the time on top of that fight. But how do you get there? Mm-hmm. How do you go from buying a gun at the gun store and you carrying it to being a proficient armed citizen? There's a difference in a gun owner yeah. and an armed citizen. Yeah. How do you get there? It takes a lot of time. And it takes it takes the it takes your just what you said a moment ago. I don't need to be. I don't I don't need to have the best group mm-hmm. to prove that I'm the best shot, because I'm only going up against myself. I'm not when I go to the range, I'm not competing against anybody. It's it goes back to. This is going to sound really cliche, but it goes back to what John Wayne said in the shootist. Mm-hmm. When when uh, Opie Cunningham shoots and he says, I, I almost shot as a good a group as you did. And he yeah. said, it's not being the, the best shot. It's not even being the fastest yeah. shot. He said, I've learned through my life that there are, that you have to be willing. Yeah, there are a few men willing to pull the trigger, basically, is what he says. Right. Mm-hmm. He said, I'm willing. It comes down to being willing. He said, I found out that I'm yeah, willing. He, he asked him, how, how did you shoot so many men? Yeah. And it, he said it comes down to yeah. that most folks at the end of it aren't willing. And that is what I was going to say, that really the, the whole crux of you have to put a lot of time in it. Mm-hmm. You have to train. You have to get comfortable. Well, it all comes down to I'm getting in my mind. I'm getting ready to shoot. I'm getting ready. Yeah. I'm willing to put somebody down. Back to what you said at the beginning, you may take a round. Yeah. Yes, that's, that's that's right. That's factored into that equation. Yep, that's yes. right. The dude that who who was the guy? I don't want to the, uh, the, the main shooter there. That the took the him one out. who took him out, Jack Wilson. Jack Wilson. Watch the footage. He draws his gun and it's like na 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 boom. He's yep. in his zen. He's but he's done it. Yeah. He's done it a million times on the range, and he's in zen mode, and it's just the matrix. Because here's the thing: it all when you are in a a stressful situation you are going to revert back to your training and if your training is marksman training you will fail you will fail if your training is nothing more than shooting an x out of a target you will fail especially at 10 yards versus a 12 gauge Mm -hmm. right you have got to be able to when you bring your weapon out of your holster 
as soon as you bring it up, it's, it's, it's pulling it out of the holster coming up and you're turning that gun. As soon as it comes out, you're turning that gun toward that target and your eyes are looking at that front sight when it's on your side. Mm-hmm. When I pull my weapon out, I can shoot you from here. Mm-hmm. I'm bringing it up and I'm just going to punch it forward. I can start shooting at any point in time because the thing is I have trained myself to understand that if I can point at it, I can hit it. Mm-hmm. And at 15 yards, which is closer than Jack Wilson, yeah. Yeah. I can point and hit what I'm aiming at. Yeah. yeah. Mr. Jack had a superb shot. Absolutely. Oh, my goodness. Because he had done it over yeah. and over and over and over again with paper targets. Yeah. yeah. What I what I see a lot in the gun world, because kind of my thing, is a lot of dudes will spend a bunch of money on a gun, put 50 rounds through it, clean it, mm-hmm. and put it up and, and drool over it in the safe. Yeah, you're doing yourself a disservice. Yeah, go buy some ammo and cycle that thing. Yeah, yeah, you learn a gun, lot. On the guns range. are made to shoot. Walk into a gun store. Do me a favor. Walk into a gun store and find the gun that you wouldn't care if it fell on the ground mm-hmm. and buy it. Yeah, you buy the buy the shiny gun to start with, and all you have is a glorified toy. Mm-hmm. That's all you've got. Paper you're gonna light. go. You're gonna go and you're gonna put bullets down range one time. You're going to put it up because it's going to take See it a, all the time. <laughs> it's going to take a crap load of time to clean that booger when yep. you shoot it. Mm-hmm. You know how many rounds are through my SIG right now? Not cleaned? 3,000. Oh, yeah. I ain't, I ain't put a brush on it. Yep. It'll run. Mm-hmm. Lube it up. Keep it going. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's a duty gun. Now I'm eventually going to clean it because right. it needs to be cleaned. But they're not these these talismans that people think they are. Oh, I got a gun. Oh, I got one right there. Yeah. You know what it ain't? It ain't a magic talisman that wards off evil spirits. That's right. It's a tool, and you're mm-hmm. not competent. Most people are not competent with their tool. Not yep. not by a long shot. Yep. When and it's you, fine to have a good looking tool. Yeah, they're, they're, yeah. I like them. Yeah. But you got to understand, it's a tool. When you pull your weapon, when you pull your weapon out, go through the process in your mind. What are you doing mm-hmm. when you pull that weapon out? What What have you tried? If you have trained yourself, you know exactly what it looks like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're going through your unlock codes yep. yes. super fast. You're going DEFCON 1, 2, this yep. ain't right, and you're doing it like at light speed. Right. Mm-hmm. But if the first time you ever do that is in the moment, see, I practice that all the time. We'll be sitting in a restaurant, and I'll be like, okay, if that dude does this, I'm going to do this. Yeah. And it never happens. And yeah. hopefully I live to be an old dude, right. and it never happens. But the first time I run through those codes mm-hmm. is not going to be in the yeah. moment. Yeah, I, I I do that frequently too. I didn't know if I was weird for doing that. But I do well, that you too. are weird, but <laughs> is it more? Is it more than just sitting with your back against the wall? Yeah, I, I, people aggravate this too out of me. They sit. I, don't, I always. I'm like you, brother Derek. I always sit with my back to the wall that way I can see what's coming in the door. It don't matter if you can see what's coming in the door if you don't realize what's coming in mm-hmm. the door. You got a gun. Yeah. <laughs> Can you shoot? Yeah. Well, I mean, th- and th- then there's more with that. It goes back to the situational awareness. Walking in and somebody's kind of got a little... Squirrel. People people, profile. people who come... Yeah, you do profile a little bit. Profile people who come in and look to the left, look to the right, look to the left, look to the right. I'm going to look at them a little bit more. To go to the bathroom. They may, but yeah. I'm going to I'm going to check them. them out a little bit. If a 72-year-old Asian lady walks in with a poodle, she gets a pass. Yeah. <laughs> if... Uh, you know, mid twenties Aloha snack bar comes in. It doesn't mean that he's a bad guy, but sorry, fella. Yeah, gonna look at you a little bit, right? If a and just so you know, we're not racist. If a random weird looking and we're all white, white yeah. dude that we don't recognize walks in our church with a trench coat, 
He's going to get the same look that Aloha Snack Bar got. Honestly, I'm more worried about the weird-looking white yeah, dude coming into the church <laughs> than I am yeah. the, the, the Arab guy. Yeah. The Arab guy I'm going to walk up to, and I may have a little bit of, just because, you know, We're not 11 and whatnot. Not, I don't see a whole lot of them. Hey, you got to make sure his yeah. head matches his body. If he's this yeah. big around here, you know, something's up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, it, since we're going along with it, I, you know, the, the 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 loud car going down the road and slowing down in front of the church. Right. You know, load full of black guys. I'm going to be like, hey, what's going Y'all on? Crazy white guy comes in the church. I'm mm-hmm. like, hey, dude, what's going exactly. on? I mean. It, it doesn't matter. Threats come in all shapes and sizes. They come in all shapes and sizes. But if it, does, if it doesn't look normal to you for your setting right. that you're in, yeah. ask questions. Here's the thing, guys. That's our church. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's those bad, those right. people are are our responsibility. That's right. They go home safe because mm-hmm. we do what we're supposed to do. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and I don't have the time, nor do yeah. I have nor the, the desire to the try yeah, to to try to please. <laughs> no, sure. My preaching hurts people's feelings. Yeah. You know, I mean, <laughs> I live in a world. Don't, don't worry about I, I live in a world of, of hurting people's feelings. I don't, you know, I don't mean to, but yeah. it's just a part of life. I had a had a lady one time. I was pastoring a church. She stood up and she said, "God told me to sing a song." I said, "He didn't tell me to sit down." Yeah. <laughs> you ain't gonna let me sing my song? No. Yeah. She left. That was a good, it was funny. You know, <laughs> one one thing that I would like to interject and, and kind of be the final kind of thing as we wrap this episode up i don't know how old mr jack wilson is he's probably in his 60s just like these 71 other Se- 71 okay 71 jack wilson 64 anton wallace 67 richard white mm. thank you where, where are the young guys but where, but where are the young guys yeah but thank you man thank you so much for what you did but where, where are the young guys now there were some 40s and 30s guys that were with their families that were sitting in the because you got to have people everywhere. I understand that. Did but. you hear the Did you hear the, the the scuttlebutt going on? Daddy, no. Daddy, no. Daddy, no. Because mm. daddy's going toward the danger. Oh wow, yeah. Daddy, no. Daddy, no. Daddy, no. So we need to have that conversation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If this happens. Da- yeah. Daddy's going toward the danger, yeah. and you yeah. don't need to be standing up looking at yeah, daddy, not yeah. following after don't daddy. Don't worry not about daddy. After daddy. We yeah. have a uh, my family has a code word. It's if if they if I ever say avalanche, oh. they know this is a real deal. Yeah, we are going with mama through an exit because mm-hmm. something's done happened. Yeah, you know, we're not <clears throat> not doing a train. This is this yeah. is a live action event. Because again, there's no there's no telling where you're going to be. Mall, church, yeah, you don't know. home doesn't doesn't matter. One be final ready. thing be ready. before we close this Go episode. Ahead. You may be listening to this, and, and this ain't you. You have no intention. You know that you just can't go down the martial path, and that ain't you. And here's what you can do. Go buy a medical kit. I don't know if that church had them, yeah. but you can get a really nice medical kit for about 150 bucks. And yeah. if nothing else, there'll be people who need tourniquets. The, after the world could do with more Desmond Dosses. And also, also be on their team. Mm-hmm. Don't, don't be the one... Well, we gotta have guns at church. Yeah. yeah, don't be that guy. We yeah. had guys try to join the security team at at my old church when we started it. Don't get your feelings hurt when you're told no. They came to the meeting, the first meeting, and I was over it. And I was <laughs> like, "Cool, I'll be over something." And I said, "You know, here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna lay out a plan. We're gonna eventually get some cameras and get some medical stuff. Uh, you need mm-hmm. to carry a flashlight. Guess yeah. what? It's dark two out of the three services at most churches. Yeah. Um, hand goes up. Yeah. Do we have to carry a gun? Yeah. If you're not going to carry a gun, I really don't. I mean, I don't want you to be that 
point guy. Right. You can you can do something in the back end. You can watch the monitors, but you don't need to be outside yeah. doing patrol if you don't have a weapon. I mean, what's the point of that? So they didn't. They weren't comfortable with it. Mm-hmm. They didn't like the fact that I was carrying a gun. Yeah. I didn't care. The pastor wrote off on it. I don't care. Yeah. I don't care if you're seventy, sixty. You're twice my age. You don't get a vote. I'll use a I'll use an illustration that just happened to me yesterday. Um, everybody's willing, or at least they they think that they're willing. You know, if if something is suffering, if an animal's suffering, I'd be willing to put the animal out of its misery. Uh, you know, I want to be the good person. Like old yeller. Right. So I there was a dog at my grandmother's house, had puppies, but the mama is dying. Mama is struggling to breathe. Mama's not going to make it. And because mama's not going to make it, puppies are not going to make it. Mama had about a day left to live. I took mama down into the woods, and I had to put mama down. We took the babies to the to the shelter. But even someone who was helping me with it said, yeah, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm for you. I'll help you. Whatever you got to do, I'll help you. We'll, we'll go do it. We'll, we'll, take, we'll take care of them. We go and we do it. I have to take, I have to put mama down. The person got mad at me for having to put mama down. And I said, wait, 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 wait. Let's, 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 let's recalibrate. Why did we have to do this? We're not carrying a gun just because we want to shoot somebody. Right. We're carrying a gun because we might have to put somebody down to protect some other puppies. And I'm willing to do that. And I'm willing for somebody to get mad at me for pulling a gun, for carrying a gun, for asking a question, and you you, mm-hmm. you both are too. I'm willing for that to happen so that I can protect somebody else. And uh, I, thank, I thank you again. Thank you, Mr. Anton Wallace, age 64. Mr. Richard White, age 67. Thank you so much. And thank you, Mr. Jack Wilson, age 71, for shooting this gunman. I appreciate you, man. And I appreciate all you other men who were involved in that church security team. Gunmen will think twice before going back to West Freeway Church of Christ because they, they know now. Well, all right. That's it for this episode of the Patriotic Preachers. We thank you so much for listening in. If you want to contact us, patrioticpreachers@gmail.com. Also find us on Facebook. Just type in Patriotic Preachers. I'm Michael Farr. For Cody Yarbrough and Derek Farr, we're out of here.